Has anyone ever said to you, it's just a TV show? That's when you know it's time to cut them out of your life. If you don't think it's just a TV show, you'll probably love my podcast, She's Speaking with Emily Hanks, and it's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Real Housewives, aka All About the Truth. On today's episode, we recap the Real Housewives of New Jersey part one reunion and call out all the hypocrisy and the lies. Hi, Chantal. Hey, Roxanne. Chantal, do you want to know what just happened to me? No, what happened? So obviously it's reunion day, which means severe anxiety for me. Like the fact that this is like my problem in life is very <laughs> concerning. So I was like, yeah, you know girl, what? you should be blessed. I know. I know. Right. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I went and I poured myself a drink and I was like, I need a drink to discuss this. And what did I do? I sat on my drink and it spilled everywhere. So was I, it, was it wine or was it no, clear? Thank God it was vodka, okay. which is weird, but my husband was like, what are you doing? <laughs> We're like, a little like, alcoholic. Yeah, right. He's like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, do you know what I just like witnessed? It's, it's, you know, it's more than that. But you guys, I need to point out real quick. Anyways, I poured myself another drink. I just have to point that out. And I went upstairs. I, I had like told Chantal, come on, let's get ready for the episode. And I literally poured myself another drink. And I was like, wait, hold on. But I have to point out the great feedback that you got, Chantal. What do you mean? Oh, I think I knew you were talking about. <laughs> so the Summer House Vanderpump yeah. <laughs> Rules episode, I don't know if you guys watched that, but first off, the reunion, I can't wait to talk about the reunion and for Summer House. But anyways, so we did um, an episode for that and everyone was like, go off, Chantel. Like people were writing reviews saying, <laughs> I need that side of Chantel. That was the best thing ever. And everyone was going crazy about it because she was, it's the one it's thing. Very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I, and I explained to someone, they're like, why doesn't Chantel do that more on the episodes? I'm like, I think because we agree with everything and this is something we don't agree with. Yeah. And I think I was trying to prove my point more than, than you proving your point. So I was getting well, a little competitive. I, no, I know. Clearly I like hearing your side of things because I'm shocked that you feel that way, but that will be on tomorrow's episode. We're going to definitely, or we, yeah, Wednesday, we're going to record when, another episode. Wow. I keep forgetting the days of the week because of Memorial Day. Oh my gosh. I'm not liking totally, this. I know. It totally screws me up. Uh, how was your Memorial weekend? It was fun. I saw you. <laughs> you oh, came yeah. to my, you came to Chloe. Stop. Am I already buzzed after one, like, sip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's no, silly, like, girl. I know. I'm going to deliver still, you guys. But I, like, went on, like, a crazy like let's not eat today because of what happened all weekend so that's how my memorial day weekend went i drink a lot and eat a lot yeah 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 i know we did have like a really busy weekend because i saw you on saturday too we played volleyball for our cousin's birthday we have a cousin who's 33 and every year (laughs) you guys every year she throws herself a birthday she's married i kind of love it (laughs) yeah no i totally love it like i love that like it means so much to her and I mean, we're the bums who don't even like care about our birthday at this point. So I'm like, good for you. I'm yeah. all for it. But yeah, so we also did that. We had a volleyball tournament and then did we hang out on Friday? No, no. I hung out with some other. Wow. What a busy weekend. It was a busy yeah, I weekend. Was, I had something like every day and at night. It was crazy. Yeah, it was intense. And then, and then the Tuesday after you're like depressed. Is it just me? No, no. I was totally, even yesterday I was like so sad. Right. Like, ugh, I wish we had like four day work weeks. 
Well, this week it will be a four day work week. Cause I will say when I was on maternity leave, like I didn't even, and I extended and I didn't even care like what day it was. Like, I don't even know what day it was. Cause I feel like, again, being, being at home with the kids, it's like way harder than actually working. Um, I know some people may disagree, but I really like, it was just like every day was something like new. So I never knew what day it was. So I never got Sunday scaries cause I was exhausted. Whereas in uh, now I'm like, oh, it's work tomorrow. And I'm like, so sad. I know. All right. Should we get into it? I feel like you're like not into what I'm saying. No. <laughs> no. All right. No, I'm ready. Let me sip on this. Okay. Well, we did, Um, you guys, we did open a YouTube <gasps> for the podcast. Yes. Oh my gosh. And it took us a second to figure out, you guys. It really, yeah. really did. Oh my God. There's we're so still much to it. it. I know. Yeah. There's so much to it. Like we're, yeah, we're still figuring it out, but we like put up a, I put up a video. I forgot I even did it. And it got a thousand views, clearly like not what we get on our podcast or anything, but I was like, oh my gosh, like we just put this video up and we yeah. haven't even announced we're on YouTube yet. Yeah. So we're on YouTube because I know people like to listen to podcasts on YouTube. So we're on YouTube. I think we're going to upload it though. Like 24 hours after we'll give us a day to upload it. Yeah. It's like if our podcast came out at 6 a.m., give us like that full day to like put it up, but we will have it up within 24 hours is our goal. Do you think people like forward this part? No, I think like <laughs> no, I wonder. Do you guys forward this part? Cause, like I wonder because like sometimes like actually, people say I, they like to hear our like um personal lives because it's like we we are together in the sense like we actually talk, so it's not like weird as well. Yeah. But I don't know. You guys tell us. Yeah, tell us because I'm like always wondering if people forward it and stuff. <laughs> you guys also we're gonna have um after the reunion, we're gonna have a, a great interview with a housewife. So Stay tuned. We're not going to talk about it because we don't want any haters and stuff coming on and um, whatever. But yeah, just stay tuned. I'm really excited. Um, but like, let's start with the reunion. Should we go? Into yeah, it? no, I'm I'm ready. I mean, I just, I do want to say though, okay, people, sure. we don't always think Teresa does everything I right. Know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it out, even after today's episode, it outweighs though. Thank you. My hate her Ooh. melissa and margaret okay i am so um, sorry yeah i can't stand them melissa's fake smiles all reunion long okay she thinks she's cute she really they really think she's j-lo like remember carlos king on her episode said like he calls her like um melissa lopez or emlo like that's a joke that she really puts in her head and thinks she's jennifer lopez it's really scary it was so funny because i had one of you listeners which i love you guys i'm sorry that we weren't that great this weekend responding but i have one of you listeners message me and I always message her and she was like you know I wish that when Teresa had said something to um or when in the sneak peek when Teresa says that Beverly Hills comment that like Teresa responded and was like no we're not all trying to be JLo or something like that obviously I had a sip of this drink so you know but it was just so funny because like she really does think she's JLo and she's going above and beyond to act unbothered and it's like oh my god she's so affected like I, I don't nothing authentic about this person but that's that's a great point that you make because people are like, you guys are biased. First off, in our bio, we never claim to be that we're not biased. But again, it's not even about Teresa. Like, we don't even talk about Teresa. It's not like we sit there and we're like, Teresa does this amazing. Teresa does this great. Like, we never even do that. We're just literally exposing lies. Correct. Yep. 
Okay. But if you if you don't like that, then stop listening to us, really though, because this this Dang. episode got me Ooh. because this episode got me so heated again, and I'm just like so over the lies that comes out of that side of the couch that was happening. I haven't seen Chantal act like this, you guys, in a minute. <laughs> I think she got confidence after getting good reviews. No, you guys, because next week I'm gonna be tired and I'm not gonna be wanting to give the energy. I'm I know. Kidding. Okay. What? Well, ah, Chantal. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> okay. So let's start with the reunion. But before we start, you guys, I just want to point out that the Gorgas did not look good this season. And the Gorgas allegedly promised the Fudas, which is Bravo Lover 1234, a good word to get on the show. And then Margaret wanted to stay as far as away as possible from the shit that she did, like being the source of the Melissa Gorga cheating rumor. So all of them get together and say, how can we turn this on Louie and Teresa? And let's forget about everything that happened. And that's exactly what they did on the reunion. Because keep in mind, at the end of February, we went to that event in Jersey and Frank Catania, he was on great terms with Teresa and Louie. And the reunion was taped six weeks after. So it's like, when did this start where they were like, we're going to do this invest, we're going to like say this investigator, we're and as you can see from the beginning of the episode, Margaret right away wants to bring up the private investigator. And to me, it's because they are deflecting from yeah. all of them looking so bad. Did you feel that? I just I just felt they were just ready to kill. And I think I even said it the last time when we saw the preview. There was no way they, they didn't all get together and have a discussion. Oh, okay, whoa, we hear you sipping over there. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I'm stressed. <laughs> we hear her mixing the ice and the juice. Yeah, I know one of those okay but yeah yeah um I do feel like they did put a lot of time and effort on the reunion setup. I was all there for it. I will say I was surprised they didn't show the cast getting ready and Andy checking in on them like he usually does I know I did miss that part yeah they did they did do the emphasis of them coming out though and like him giving his reaction to them coming out which was like newer yeah I don't really care I prefer the going into the scenes and saying what are you expecting or going into their um their dressing room I like that over that well, the fact that the stage was was Ireland, did you have something nice to say about Ireland and give them a compliment, Roxanne? Because people Chantal, hate that you did that. It wasn't Ireland. It yeah, was it like, was. No, it was like the Arabian vibe. No, no, it was about? Ireland. He said Ireland. No, you guys, am I Go, wrong? please watch it. You guys, I'm always right. The only thing that was Arabian was they had a little tray that had Turkish coffee that he's probably going to make them cheers to in that. She's a fraud. She's lying. That okay, okay. Let us know. You guys, what what was the stage? It was Ireland. You, you're crazy. And, and, that's Chantal, like Dolores. That's like Dolores is so excited. Arabian Nights was Ireland. Oh, okay. Well, actually, now that I'm thinking about their photos, what do you think of their photos? They, I feel like Bravo was messy with the photos they chose. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Bravo Lover 1, 2, 3, 4 was like a little, oh, poor girl. Mm. But. Okay, so when Melissa walks out, um, she puts her hood on, and I I, I just can't. Andy right. said this reunion was the best reunion look regarding everyone dresses. And I have to strongly disagree. Margaret and Fuda's dress were not it for me. They did all look good though. So like they, they did, great. yeah, no you one looked messy and no one looked like, you know, they all look great. So I kind of maybe agree with him on that. Okay. With look, like all of Bravo lover, one, two, three, four. And Margaret should have switched dresses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like that. And dress, you guys know why we're not going to say it, but you guys know oh why. Oh my gosh. You guys are going to literally like write <laughs> reviews about us being ageist and whatever. Like, okay, we're all going to be 60. We're all going to be 70. We're all going to be 80. We're all going to die. We, we are not ageist at all. We are very realistic, but yeah, I feel like they should have, because to me, like, I mean, Bravo lover at the end of the day, she's a pretty girl. So like, what are you wearing? And then it's like, Margaret, what are you wearing? Okay. <laughs> she, she shocked me. She shocked me right away. I know. 
So during the reunion, oh, did you want to say something? I was going to say something really bad, but okay. go ahead. No, 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 say it. No, what were you going to say? I'm going to say she just looked really dried up. Oh. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of shit from that. I don't care. Y'all I think they say it too, but. All right, whatever. Okay, so uh, during, <laughs> that was me. during the reunion, I looked dried up, you guys. I'm Just so you guys know, I am 31 years old and I look dried up, okay? So, yeah, you need some moisturizer. You exactly. need to put some, you need to drink some water. I, my mom Okay, first up, my parents, like, our parents were, like, boaters. They did not teach us about that. They did not teach – at least um, our moms didn't. They did not teach us about, like, lotionizing themselves, like, none of that stuff, nothing about skin. <laughs> like, they really – how did we, like – how did we, like, get past that and, yeah. like, and act come normal? I don't know. Okay, anyways, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so during the reunion, we hear from Juicy Joe, and it was funny and nice to hear his voice again. And during – during that time, I don't know if you guys looked, but Melissa was texting because she's affected per usual and doesn't like that the attention is on Teresa right now. So she literally pulls out her phone. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, why were they even annoyed? Like, it was a good, it was a good icebreaker that he did that. And like, why are you guys annoyed that she's like, oh, look at he's calling. Like, what, what's the problem here? I can't. I really, I really can't. Andy asked Melissa how life in her new home is, and she says that they're still working on it, side-eye. Like, you said on Entertainment Tonight that you were done with your home, but see, that's the thing. I would like Melissa, because I actually think she's, like, kind of fun sometimes. I would like her if she owned her shit. Like, yeah, I did get shit tons of backlash, so I actually was like, we need to do more. The house does look crazy from the front, but instead she's like, yeah, we're not finished. Like, she thinks that, like, none of us do our research with, like, her interviews or anything of that sort. Exactly. You could have just owned it and everyone been happy that you did that, that you said that because then you listen to feedback. Yeah. There's nothing exactly. wrong with that. Feedback is a gift. Mm-hmm. Poor, oh, wow. Poor, that's something I learned at work. Poor Jennifer. Um, you can tell she was like in pain with her stiff neck. Oh, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> Andy asked Margaret if she left her arsenal at home and she laughed and says, I did not. And I was like, interesting that now she finds it funny just because Andy's asking. Literally. Andy starts off with Teresa, and she asks him to feel her heart. And doesn't she like, always do that? Like it's like her second or third time. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Yeah, she's done it before. She's like, my heart is beating. Yeah, I mean, well, to me, this is real stuff. This is the yeah. first time she's facing her brother and his wife since early August, and it's sad. It really, really is. And. Andy asked Melissa and Teresa if they want to share any goals they have for the reunion regarding their relationship. And Melissa nods her head no while Teresa begins the reunion positive. She says she just wants to close a trap chapter and move forward and says she wishes Melissa well. And Melissa says a lot of truth needs to be said. And she agrees with closing the chapter in peace. Yeah, look how one's out for more revenge and right. like getting and then one's just yeah. saying, yeah, one's just saying, I'm done with you guys. Like, this like wasn't I've been a saying good season for Melissa. Exactly. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Teresa says the only stressful time during her wedding was with the Gorkas and then um, them hurting Louie. Melissa's like, uh, no, it was you guys trying to call me a cheater. Which again, Melissa, you knew about this in February. It literally did not get discussed not one time except in the season finale. So again, this is why I'm like, you guys, like open your eyes. The private investigator stuff, they're really reaching because they care so much about the show. They would, they care more about the show than their own damn children. Like I really feel it at this point. They would sell their soul to the devil for fame so i don't know they look really thirsty to me but also so yeah <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah um teresa says let's act how beverly hills does well and one at a time and melissa's like you're not beverly hills but low-key i don't think beverly hill girls they don't even do that either did you 
Yeah, I didn't understand that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Andy asked Teresa about why Dina didn't come to the wedding, and Teresa says she didn't want to be on camera. Andy says, well, we could have made that happen where she, would have been, she wouldn't be on camera. And Teresa says, well, she also didn't want people to know she was coming because last time she came is when the incident happened, which, you know, allegedly her ex-husband, you know, did that whole thing. So yeah, New, Jersey, New Jersey is, like, traumatic for her, so she didn't want to yeah. go there. I also found it very interesting that Bravo had to cover Dave's face off the photos on New Jersey because we do see a flashback of all of them hanging out and Dave's face is covered and it's like, you guys, it's been on social media. It's like not that serious. Um, but also, it's also an indication that Dave is not about the drama and further proof that he never called Joe Gorka about Teresa. He wants nothing to do with this show. Exactly. Teresa says Louie and Dave never had any business dealings. And Andy asked Melissa what Princess Gorga meant when he said that in his confessional that it was Pizzagate Part 2. What sucks is Bravo doesn't mention that Dave went on record and said none of this is true, which is super annoying. I don't know why they didn't say that. Melissa says that Joe had a private conversation with Dave. Okay, so when was this private conversation happened at Teresa's engagement? Like, clearly, now she's even confirming. Like, no, Dave did not call Joe. Melissa doesn't say, I wrote, Dave called him. She says they had that private conversation that Princess Gorka was wrong in dragging him in it when he wants nothing to do with the show. What was your take on that? I just think he's a liar. I and mean, yeah. we've been saying it. So Yeah. We get asked about Donna Marco and her not being invited to the wedding. Teresa says she felt as if if she invited Donna, she would have to invite the sisters. And that was her thought process on it. And then Melissa brings up how when Teresa needed to introduce Louie to family, that Teresa wanted Melissa's family there. And Teresa says that's not true. But I just wish Teresa could elaborate and be like, um, I came to your house for you guys to meet him and your family was there. I, exactly. I, like, it's so annoying. I was like, Teresa, just say that. But I think like Teresa's at the point which sucks for us because not for us, but for like other viewers who are on the fence where she's like, I don't want to give Melissa any light. So I'm just going to be like, okay, mm -hmm, whatever. But it's like, no, like you should elaborate on that. And it's like, did she text you? Did she call you and say, hey, I don't have any family members. Would it, be, it would be so nice that I could introduce him to an older Absolutely mom. Absolutely not. But and, Melissa takes and some advantage. sisters. Like, I would yeah. love for him to really, mm -hmm. like, I would really love for him to see. No, he doesn't need that. I'm, right. I'm really confused but why Melissa anyone would want that. Melissa takes advantage that Teresa did kind of look zoned out. Like, she really did. So I feel like she takes advantage that, you know, Teresa is not going to, like, fight back. So that's why she says stuff like that. Um, but you guys, Teresa's 50 years old. She isn't 20 bringing someone around and needing a whole family to meet this guy. And that's what I don't understand. It's so annoying. They talk about Louie making an appearance on the show in the beginning. And Teresa says, Joe is the one who brought him on the show by talking about him. And Melissa says, really, he wanted to be on the show because when we went on Ultimate Girls Trip, Louie tells Joe that they should fly out so they could be on the show. This sounds like the biggest lie. And this is also coming from Joe Gorga, who said this, who's also lied on three different situations. He lied about Frankie Jr. calling him to talk about Louie, which Frankie told us is an absolute lie. Joe said Dina's husband, Dave, called him, which Dave came out and said that's an absolute lie. And then he says Gia told him to leave his wife, which we know is not true. So now Louie is allegedly, according to Joe, begging to fly on their ultimate girls trip to be on the show. And let's just say, you guys, let's just say that happened. Joe Gorga has more scenes than Melissa on a housewife show. And he's piloting a new show with Frank, Frank Catania. So he also came on a show that his sister was on behind her back because they so badly wanted to be on a show. But now they're trying to paint this narrative that Louis is desperate to be on the show. 
Yeah. Oh my God. That's such a good point. Actually. Like what's the problem here? It's just like the whole thing with like anybody trying to get on the show. What's the problem with people wanting to be on the show? But Joe is not like a reliable source where we're like, Oh yeah, that happened. And I feel like if that really did happen, Joe would have princess Gorga would have said it a long time ago. He would have made sure to put it out there or even tell Teresa, you know, I'm concerned about this. Uh, but Teresa, like, I feel like it kind of went past her. She didn't even realize like what was being said. Um, they then claim Louis wanted Alexia before he met her. Alexia lives in Miami. Louis lives in New Jersey. And Louis literally saw Teresa walking outside by chance, like on the same street. I'm, I'm so confused here. I know. So it's like, what, did he know where exactly where she was going to be? That a New Jersey housewife just going to be there? He was at his place. I can't take this. Uh, I know. And and I'm sure just like anybody, like, what if I ran into somebody that I didn't know at first that is a little bit famous? You get more intrigued. That right. I don't understand that there's a problem with that. I don't even think that's the case. Though, but like, I mean, Teresa's an attractive person. Like, don't, I don't know what we're questioning here. I mean, if Ryan Gosling walked past me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's Ryan Gosling. Like, I know him. And yeah, I definitely want to get with it. Like, I, I don't get it, you know? Do you think Ryan Gosling is attractive? Yeah, but I mean, we would know that. And if we went to Ryan Gosling, he would know that we know him. You know, that's, right. I think that's what they were arguing about is like, did Everyone he know? In New Jersey knows Teresa. Even Polly, like he had gone on a podcast with Dolores and he literally said, I, I didn't watch The Real Housewives. I just knew of Teresa's name. He's like, I didn't know Dolores. I knew of Teresa. Like everyone knows Teresa so, in New Jersey. So it's like, it is what it is. Um, Melissa is like, this is getting old, Teresa. And I feel like she was gaslighting the hell out of her. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Teresa says she can't wait to be down with Melissa. And Melissa presses her, like, where are you Where are you going? And Teresa's like, I'm not. You're leaving. And Teresa says she doesn't know how they're going to coexist on the show. And a lot of people were making this a big deal. Some people were comparing it to, like, the Vicky Gumbelson stuff. And I think I even had to mention that Vicky was saying that or whatever. And then some, I, there was another... Housewife that acted like that, they were comparing it to them too. And like Teresa is the show. Again, you guys are going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so biased. She is. Like she really is. And I mean, Vicky at the end had literally zero storyline and it was time, but they did obviously make a mistake and that's why they brought them both back. So. And, and I think with Teresa is that she was just saying, like, how are we going to coexist? Because she doesn't want to film with her anymore. She's not saying, like, I'm going to beat you and, like, this show is only me. And that's it. She's just saying, like, I don't want to be around you anymore. So yeah. goodbye. It's either you and you or, you or me, basically. Well, Andy asked Teresa if Melissa, if Melissa leaves, does that mean she'll be out of, you know, Teresa's life? And Teresa says definitely. And that she'll be out of her life after tonight. Ooh, oh, my gosh. That was, that was good, right? Yeah. And you know, it's crazy. They all kind of like were shocked too. Like everyone on the couch was just like, whoa. Well, it's so funny because Melissa plays victim and she's like, that's sad. That's yeah, like sad. shut up. You've been saying the same thing just on that way. You've been saying the same thing. Oh like, gosh. okay, so what what's shut sad up. about it? And literally that she's finally telling you or you're yeah. finally realizing she's she's being very honest and be, being very real and saying, I'm done. Here's what I don't want. Bravo producers, if you guys are li- listening. You guys are going to bring them all back for Melissa to literally play victim and act like she suddenly wants to try and that Teresa's obviously stern on being done. And it'll be another season of Melissa playing the narrative. Please don't do that to us. Because even her indication of like, that's sad. Like, really, Melissa, you thought that things would be fine after this? I'm so confused here. It's done. It is done. You would have been out of my life 10 years ago. Yeah, you're a liar and Teresa's sticking with her guns. That's it. Good. Yeah, I'm so happy. Um, they talk about the wedding and they ask why Margaret cried. And Margaret said she was sad that Teresa was walking alone. Oh, my God. Why She's, were you there? Why I know, were you there? I swear to God. I'm still so pissed. Love. 
And she says that all was well with Teresa except the season finale. And Danielle makes a good point and is like, are we watching the same show? And then in comes Bravo Lover1234 being the basic new housewife that she is targeting the other new housewife telling her to stay out of it. And it's like, um, excuse me, like, why are you getting involved then? She's in a state of annoyance. She's always annoyed. Like, yes. always annoyed with something. So, Don't talk. Oh You're no one's talking to you. Like, why would you do... Like, always, she's just and always she's annoyed. She's so not likable. And it just, like, bugs me because I do feel like Danielle and Bravo Lover 1234, they are secure because they're the cheapest right now. Again, Bravo does care about that stuff. Go listen to Bethany Frankel's podcast. Like, she, or she talks about this stuff all the time. Like, with Bravo and paying, they care about that. That's why Caroline never came back. So they have, like, the two cheapest housewives. We like young families but it's like I not that I can't stand John Fuda I just don't like like I feel like if we saw him he'd be cool I don't like thirsty house husbands and then I don't like Bravo lover one two three four type of people who act like above it you know like they're above it all and it's like then get off the show like get off the show if you think you're above it all exactly um, so yeah, during that, Margaret says she cares about what she actually cares about as a private investigator. Again, now they're trying to take away from everything that they did uh, by bringing up Louie and this private in- investigator BS. Oh my gosh. Am I like, wow, my words, this drink got to me. But all. didn't she know that that was said? So like, why did you go to the wedding? Like, why did you go to the wedding? Like, why are you bring? why are you bringing it up now? Because she's thirsty to have like been around the other Bravo celebrities and stuff. So um yeah so there's that um on to the Dolores segment Andy asks about a shift and Dolores says meeting Polly did change her life and Melissa says that's how you know it's true love because you couldn't piss her off if you tried and I'm like um yeah well Dolores is not pissed because no one's attacking Polly like they were doing Louie like I get defensive over my husband and it's because I love the shit out of him and if someone was coming for Polly Dolores would 1 million percent do the same thing Oh yeah, and you're gonna see when they like when they kind of asked her about the divorce. Like any any question yeah, that's gonna raise red flags with somebody. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna defend your man. But do you see how Melissa's trying to do a dig and be be like, well, if you're happy and in love, you don't care about I know. the negative stuff. Yep. Uh let other people go for Polly, which please don't go for Polly. We like Polly, we don't want that to happen. We're over like people going after the husbands or the boyfriends. It's fucking weird. Leave them I out know. of it. My gosh. Or just go after John Fuda. Dolores <laughs> gets asked, um, Dolores gets asked about Frank and she says that part of her life doesn't call for this part of her life doesn't call for closeness with Frank. Um, she can't have two number ones and Dolores is building a life with Polly. I respect that. Terry, Dolores, can you invite us to one of your like, um, hosting parties by the way? Cause I feel like her and Polly do a really good job and their food looks really good. Anyways, Teresa asks if Frank still lives with David. That was kind of shade, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he does, and it's very weird. She's and, like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And then Andy asked Dolores how long Polly has been divorced for. And do you think that he was tipped off? Um, it didn't seem like it. He seemed surprised by the her answer. Okay, well, so Dolores, um, so Andy asked Dolores, and she said that he's not divorced, and they've been legally separated for 14 years. And I do have to point out that apparently in Ireland, divorce wasn't legal until the end of the 90s, which is crazy, but it was, like, heavily frowned upon. I mean, like, the end of the 90s, like, we were born in 92. That is crazy that, like, at the end of the 90s, like, divorce is still frowned upon. Yeah. So maybe, so yeah, like that could be a good point. I mean, obviously they're not together. He's not about to go on a show and profess his love to freaking Dolores. If like him and his ex-wife meant something like she's watching the damn show too. So 
I, I think it's weird for the fact that like, if you're going to start talking about marriage with your new person, it's like get divorced first and then start talking about marriage because you guys can be partners in life, but you're never going to be able to get married if you're still married to someone else. Yeah. And that's well, sad. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, there's more to it. I mean, we need to have Polly on and ask him about this and I feel like he would be cool about that. But anyways, so Danielle says that she's praying Margaret knows something in her arsenal. And of course, I can't bravo over one, two, three, four. She says, can we not say that word again? And it's like, okay, then why didn't you say that when Andy used the word in the beginning and Margaret laughed about it? Exactly. Another thing she's annoyed about. Mm -hmm. uh, oh my gosh. I can't. Okay. So Margaret says she knows nothing and wants only good for her family. Andy asks about the below the belt comments that Margaret made with Danielle. And she says they had, you know, been fighting and props Danielle out for having a good season with a ton of endorsements. Unlike some people who have been on and Jennifer chimes in, like, I don't need endorsements. And also Danielle dead ass hired a PR company to get on the show and then hired another PR company. And I do agree that Danielle had a good season, but she instantly hired this PR firm that was having events for her. The second episode that was launched, she was doing media she really wanted to be out there. And Jennifer is actually a real housewife, a mom of five. If you look at her Instagram story, she's constantly doing things with her children, with her family, events with her husband, dropping her parents everywhere. She is literally staying true to herself. And that's what this show is about, or that's what it used to be about. She didn't have to get a PR and she is reality gold without it, without the PR. Jennifer says this is about her life. And then Margaret tries to shut her up saying she is talking to Danielle and trying to give her a compliment. And Jennifer's like, okay. And you're also doing a dig by talking about me and endorsements. Yeah. I mean, first of all, Jennifer obviously is queen. She's like, I buy Chanel. I don't need motherfucking endorsements. Like right. you go up girl. Exactly. Like, and she doesn't need the money to be like doing these events. Like every second, like you're not going to start. Listen, I like Danielle on the show. I do. You're not going to start doing events and PR shit on day one, unless you need the money. Like it's or just unless, not happy or you're or like unless, obsessed with fame. Yes. Or she's like a Melissa that just like wants to be like everywhere. But did you not, did, um, you didn't think it's crazy that she said that her brother's favorite show was Real Housewives? in New Jersey that was yeah, really I odd get into that oh, okay well you they skipped that a little bit <laughs> yeah no I didn't skip it I go through first off I actually go through like segment by segment you be that skipping. was first that was no first. wasn't yes no, it was wasn't. tell mm -hmm. us you guys please like have my back tell oh us. my god I, you need to rewatch. <laughs> oh my gosh no so they bring up the combo with Bravo lover one two three four and Danielle Andy asked what the reaction was um when she actually saw the scene to Margaret and Margaret says, yeah, it was more mild. And I feel like Margaret is just being soft with Danielle, meaning I can see her befriend Danielle if they both come back. Did you feel that? Oh, no. I thought if you, okay, well, I think, back. I think because it's because Andy was like insinuating, like, what was that? Like, that was nothing. Like, why were you so mad? So she kind of like probably knew that's no, how viewers like were looking at it. complimenting her and doing all this. She was doing the most with her and that's like oh, not okay. like her. Bravo lover one, two, three, four says that Danielle takes zero accountability in her relationship with her brother. And I don't know why I get Melissa vibes with Danielle. I've said this before. Yeah. It's you um, sat there and you picked a side right away. Shut up. Yeah. Um, and no, I get Melissa vibes with Danielle. Not oh, 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 okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, do you agree with that or no? Like as in the attention. Yeah. Like, no, it just like, and clearly has no problems. With... Yeah. Like they think like it's on everyone else and they're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Anyways, Danielle says if she was an asshole, she would have owned up to him. Bravo lover one, two, three, four says you were an asshole to me. And it's like, Bravo lover. Did you watch your confessionals? You dead ass turn on Danielle and you were so rough in your confessional. So I was confused here. Yeah, same here. 
Danielle did ruin Bravo Lover 1234 when she said you were a catty betch and the world could see it because, ouch, it's true. Bravo Lover 1234 did not have a good first season. And with the way she acts now, I don't think she'll approach season two well. That's why Bravo Lover 1234, watch Orange County, watch Megan Edmonds, Megan King Edmonds' first season, then her second season and take notes because I could not, which I don't like her now, but I could not stand her season one. Season two, she was an entirely different person and I liked her. So, but it is funny how like Danielle like knows that viewers are not loving like, you know, Bravo Lover. And it's just funny that she Bravo had to Lover knows that, yeah, okay. that was like, I mean, Bravo Lover knows that people aren't viewing her. That's why she's buying Instagram followers because like she's like, I need to like, see, this is the Bravo, please stop bringing like the most fame hungry people onto this. It, it, it takes away from the authentic side and what we liked from back in the day. Um, Andy said it was fun watching Bravo lover one, two, three, four and Danielle together. And he says the argument is the dumbest fight he's ever seen. And to me, it was clearly done for a storyline on Bravo lover one, two, three, four's part. Bravo lover says that she likes Danielle and Danielle said she was hurt, which then became anger. And then they make a pact to bury things. But Bravo Lover did not stick to that because she went on Watch What Happens Live after the reunion, and then she started talking shit about Danielle. So I'm confused. <laughs> Unclear. Um, Andy asks about Melissa's home, and Melissa says, again, she's not done. But if you watch Melissa's home tour, you will see that she said, I'm finished. But now it's she's not finished. They bring up Antonia, and Teresa says, the question Bravo Lover 1234 was asked asked her was a setup question then andy says it does kind of strike him as odd because melissa talks about Teresa's girls in her podcast and she dead ass denies this to andy's face she literally looks at andy and says no i do not he's like um well you did say that you have that they have hate in their heart and she's like yes they have hate for me well then that's you talking about them melissa you're saying you're saying this about all four of her girls like you're saying like that 12. exactly you're saying that they're evil or like you're basically calling them someone that would have evil tendencies to like look at you in like a bad light all teresa did was say that your daughter didn't go to her didn't go to exactly. melania's birthday oh and you're saying all four of her daughters hate you that's a strong yeah. word. And then in the interview with Michael Rapport that we just put up, she's doing the same thing, discussing Teresa's girl. And when Michael R Rappaport, I said his last name wrong, when Michael Rappaport tries to change the subject, she brings up the girls again. So, uh, like, it's like, are you joking right now? We're going to do an article. I, I was like, I told Laura, I was like, you need to write an article up about every time that Melissa talks about the kids because it is insane. And then she literally looked at Andy and said, I don't talk about them. And then Melissa continues to talk about Teresa's girls and uh, she talks about what they've done to her. Melissa says she would never throw Teresa's kids under the bus for missing any events that she was that she had thrown. And so I had to deliver and I had to deliver with receipts at the time that Melissa literally threw Gia under the bus during season four of Real Houses of New Jersey for missing the church part or it was season three of little Joey's christening. Even though Gia did come to the reception, she still made it to the event. Gia was a little girl at the time and still made it. So let's share the clip right now. You guys got to hear this. To my brother, I felt him a little cold. Okay, you want to get one with just your whole family? Where she has 
So Chantal, I mean, for me, it just bugs me that Andy seems to keep up with everyone and can call them out. But when it comes to Melissa, he will know she's literally lying and allows her to get away with it. And then Melissa doubles down that, you know, the kids have hate and continues to talk about them. And Teresa says, you bring them up, which is 100% fact. And then we see this scene from the earlier season of her literally calling out a little girl about not coming to a part of the event, but she still came to the reception. She just didn't come to the church because she had like a gymnastics meet or something. I think he like knows she's a hypocrite because I feel like that one time I watched What Happens Live, he did try to call her out, but she just, you know, kept lying about certain things. So he just knows he's just going to get lies from her. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Teresa says she would never say anything bad about Antonio and she loves them. And then Andy asks about the only scene we see with Melissa and Antonia. And again, this scene was about Melissa trying to narrate and make her children look good so that she can say, Teresa's kids look bad. And Teresa tells Melissa, you literally had that conversation with her for the show. I'm so happy she said I that. Know. Like, finally, like, she says something I that, know. like, sticks. It's like, yeah, yeah everyone can see that from a million miles away. Mm -hmm. and, she, and then Melissa's like, you've never heard Antonia say one bad thing about you on the show. And it's like, yeah, because Bravo doesn't use scenes with your kids, including the Sweet 16 party that you thought Bravo was going to show. Imagine going on out for a sweet 16 party promising all these vendors i'm gonna like it's gonna be on the show like melissa did for antonia and bravo is there to literally record the entire sweet 16 and they show nothing and they don't even use that footage exactly and you know i what? get why she's salty and you know what sometimes people are different with their kids maybe Teresa is a little bit more open than you guys are maybe she doesn't yeah. care that they talk about it what's the problem here yeah like you're gonna be judging her parenting yeah we then see a flashback of princess gorga talking about Teresa's daughters saying joe judice had no work and if the gorgas weren't on the show the judice girls wouldn't have food on the table or a house to live in keep in mind you guys if you watch back Teresa checks in which i did i watched it on i bought it on amazon we literally see joe judice talking about how he's working and taking construction jobs and like random jobs to put food on his kids table but then princess gorga says that he was the one who did it so disgusting to ever even say that they go back and forth and Teresa says she's going to stick up for herself. And Melissa says she has had Teresa's back for the last 20 years. And see, this is why I come for Melissa. Because if Melissa took any accountability, I wouldn't be so frustrated with her. But to make a statement like I've had your back for the last 20 years, you're literally crazy. In order for Melissa to get on the show, we have shown you an email, with a proven email with Melissa and Danielle, season two, where Melissa emails Danielle at nighttime. She says, Quote, putting the kids to bed now. My husband's half asleep on the couch. So if you want to call me in about 15 minutes, that would work great. It would be good. It would be a good time for us to talk. Call my house phone. My cell breaks up in the house. I have some juice to tell you too. Like Melissa literally befriended her sister-in-law's enemy. And it's not like Danielle came for Melissa or reached out to Melissa. Melissa literally added Danielle on Facebook, started calling her. We have email proof and the records show Melissa is giving her old house number, which we confirmed was Melissa and Joe's old house number. But Melissa goes on to say that she had Teresa's back for 20 years with sister-in-laws like that. Like, have you watched your shows? Have you I watched swear. it? Like the, when you, if you ever go back and watch, you get so mad because that's literally not the case at all. <sighs> then Melissa brings up how Teresa needed them. Like when princess Gorga packed up Gia for college and it's like, that is, Oh my God. Yeah, Why are you bringing up the so kids low. again? Why are she you bringing them up so again? Low. Oh, exactly. When it, she goes so low when it comes to the kids, but we can't talk about Antonia 
not coming to a party. Or maybe that's something that Joe wanted to do for Gia. Maybe. Doubt it. But no. maybe that's something. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. It's like, why are you... Everything that you have done for the girls, like, why are you making it seem like you, you're, like, a hero for it? If any of that was authentic, it would have never been brought up. I think it's I think it's nice of Princess Gorka to have done that. I really exactly. do. But the fact that they would use it against Teresa tells me that they did that just so they, they could check it off their list. So that, you know, when the time come, if they needed to tell Teresa... Uh, you know, here's what we done, what we've done for you. They could have, um, because to me, that tells me you weren't actually there for Gia. If you feel like you need to bring up everything that you've done, which was, which is so minor, like that's out of the goodness of your heart. You don't need to throw that in her face. You probably said like, let's do that. Like, let me reach out to her. Let me do that. I feel bad for her. Um, and, and then you went and did that. But I mean, clearly like, I don't think that that was the thought process. I feel like Melissa was like, do that. So we have that so that we have that and we can call her out about it if she ever does something disgusting yeah um they uh um they bring up like that ball player comment made by margaret and apparently melissa doesn't care since it's margaret who said it she takes it as a compliment and that should be also a confirmation that if laura did tell jennifer that and margaret is admitting to the ball player comment why would you guys not believe that margaret did say the cheating stuff oh my god that's literally what i wrote i said why would we ever discredit ever anything oh else that she says like if if that is true they heard that from Laura because it came from Margaret. Why would anything else that Laura has been saying, why would anything she's saying is just made up? Right. Make it make sense. I don't know why. I, I don't know why anyone didn't call that out. I know. Um, but I'm very confused by this. So they're still talking about Laura. Jennifer said that Laura's convinced that Margaret got in the way of Laura getting on the show. But I also think they had more beef outside of that. And then Andy says, don't you think it would be interesting to producers if she got on the show as her friend and as her enemy? I, I was confused what Andy was saying because isn't that the situation with Laura and Margaret? So why I think he's bas- he's basically trying to say that she's not that interesting to them. Like just because there is some sort of beef, like they still didn't want her, even if there was something, they still didn't want her. But the way he phrased it, he was like, "Don't you think that would be interesting?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So why isn't she on the show? I don't know. I I could not for the life of me understand that part. Yeah, I just think it's he's just trying to say like there's still more reasons why we didn't pick her because there was a good reason to pick her, but we didn't pick her because there's probably way other, way more other reasons. Yeah. Well, Teresa does call out Andy, which I love. She says, I mean, you did that to me. You brought my sister-in-law behind my back and Melissa's trying to act unbothered. And she's like, because I'm interesting. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, girl, your only storyline has been Teresa. Bravo doesn't even think your family is interesting. Hence why we didn't see a big party that you were planning for months, even though it was filmed for your family for your daughter so i mean hello open your eyes during the back and forth with Teresa and melissa dolores says this story is so old um okay dolores but, <laughs> like what the fuck can but you carry I, the show do you want the weight of the show I on know, your shoulders like no. no but i just don't think dolores understands that when someone does something behind your back and then you know comes in hot even if you forgive them the second they do something again you always remember what they did i feel like that's what happens with Teresa. is like the second Melissa does something to hurt her or to go against her, like she never forgets the fact that like, dude, of course, like you came on the show behind my back. You said you were going to take me down, all that stuff. Um, and that's exactly how I would be. And I feel like I'm pretty normal. So I don't know. Am I normal, Shanta? Yeah. I, just, I feel like any normal person would think like that. Um, I think Andy was so out of line too. Like I think when Melissa said, you know, she's always talking about her brother. He like nodded at her like that's true. And it's like, Andy, dude, what are you Andy, talking about? Andy, like what the fuck was this episode of Andy? Like he never calls her out. It is by far the weirdest thing ever. I don't understand it. Maybe he likes like the, like 
controversy that will happen. If I don't know, but then, but then Teresa was like, I meant to, I did all these things on the show. So what are you guys talking about? Like she just, she was, she proved it as well too. I guess. And then Andy, he lies to all viewers. He says that Melissa got on the show cause she was cute. Okay, Andy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like really then Melissa says to Teresa, your whole, your whole storyline is talking about your brother in every scene. You guys, I truly believe that Melissa takes what the media and blogs say about her, which is that that her and Joe talk about Teresa in every scene. And then she acts like Teresa does it to deflect. It's literally like, to me, like she's like a psychopath or a sociopath. I don't know. Your whole storyline is Teresa always every has been Teresa. Only scene was you and Joe talking about Teresa. Then she says that like, she tries to spin it around. And if that was me, I'd be like, really pull the camera, pull the, like pull the tape, Annie, pull the tape. Let's see how many times she spoke about me. But Teresa doesn't say any of that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, but you guys, I truly believe um, Melissa. What did I say here? Yep, I said that she tries to deflect. I already said this, you guys. I'm sorry. This drink has gotten to me. At the end of the reunion, what we revealed on our reunion spoils episode plays out. Jacqueline Rita gets brought up. And Teresa says that Jacqueline told her that when things went down, Princess Gorga and Melissa were talking to his ex-business partner. And then Melissa, of course, is like, I haven't talked to Jacqueline in 10 years. And here's another example of Melissa twisting the narrative. 10 years would have been 2013. Jacqueline was literally on the show until 2017. Oh, wow. You're so right. It's like little stuff like that. Like, what what are you saying? That's absolutely not true. And I will give it to Melissa. She is good. She's like, oh, um, remember when you said Caroline put you in jail? Which Caroline has now revealed that she knows who put Teresa in jail. And I just think everyone needs to remember that Joe Judice's ex-business partner's wife was at Melissa Gorga's housewarming party. And that's enough evidence to tell you something is not right. I agree. On the previews for next week, everyone comes for Louis. Bravo Lover1234 insists that the Sun, a media website, so like like a e-news, okay? Like an e-news. And they're actually like based out of the UK, I think, firsthand. That, uh, you know, like a e-news, the Sun, they contacted the biological mom because of Louis. Because, okay. He has that much energy. I mean, John he has that much Duda, pull. Like, I'm so confused. It's not even about that. John, okay. Anyone would do that. Any media outlet will do that and reach out if you guys are saying one side and we don't hear the other side. But also, you're not that relevant. You guys actually got like the worst exposure on the show and the worst feedback. Then Margaret says that Louis called her son's work. You guys, they're bringing up the kids to deflect from how unlikable Bravo Lover 1234 came across this season. And so that Margaret isn't getting shit for all the stuff that she's told Laura that has come out. So now they're going to bring up that. And here's what it is. We talked about it on our reunion spoiler episode. Go listen to it. We have the whole reunion, what happens. But we talk about it. What happens is Margaret comes out. She's like, sorry about that. It was gross. Margaret comes out. And Chantal? Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I'm sorry. This drink. Margaret comes out and she's like, yeah, Louis called my son at his work in a landline. And we can tell that it was Louis. And I told you guys, like, what we found out is that Teresa, apparently, she has, like, Margaret's phone call her, Dolores' phone call her to be like, 
This is like, Chandel, remember we used to spoof our ants? Yeah, I know. You like, guys, we literally nothing. used to spoof our ants. And it's like, you can put a different number. And we, if you guys heard those, oh my gosh, we pretended like we were scam people. Oh my God, we were such bad kids. Were we kids? We weren't kids. But like, <laughs> if you guys, if you, we pretended we were like scam people and we're like, oh, or like you crashed our car and they were freaking out. Our poor, like innocent aunts and parents. But anyways, you can spoof anyone and put a different number. And that's exactly what we did. We were calling from our phone number and we were calling a landline my aunt's phone because like they do not have my aunt at the time i'm talking about Chandel, i'm talking about aunt nadia she does not have um a house like she does not have a cell phone at the time she had a house line so we were calling it and it showed on her caller id and on her tv a different number because we did that so they're gonna try and come and act like louie who's like busy as hell who's planning a wedding is doing all of this but you guys again need to realize that frank katania because he's gonna we like frank but he's gonna be involved in a lot of this he was good with them until the end of february literally the last week of february they filmed april 20th so that tells you everything because you guys they were getting the worst backlash and it it's common knowledge that like if a bunch of people you know group together like they're all safe for the next season and that's how i look at it i don't know about you yeah, I don't know. I just think that they're waiting for something to come out and they're wait and then they're just hoping they're like coming up with all these like these things and just like waiting and waiting. They're putting like the evil eye on him, I swear. Yeah. I mean, the next episode in episode 3 is where I feel like it's going to get really crazy. So, I mean, to be continued, we are going to have some folks like on here. I said that weird. Sorry guys. We're going to have some folks on here um from New Jersey. So, I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all that I have on this. You guys, I'm tense. I took a couple sips of my drink. Um, a couple. We kept hearing you stir it, girl. I know. I know. I'm like on with the wind fabulous right now. So <laughs> it's like going to be nighttime, but I have to check out Twitter and see what everyone's thinking about everything. So yeah, to be continued. I don't know. I was pissed off five minutes in like not a good, you know, thing, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, Chantal, anything else? No, I mean, I'm excited to see the next two. I think they did a good job, though, for the first one to not make it just about those two. Like, we yes, got to see. Yes, I do. Because yeah, we, we got so to see. so many people who said to us, I, I don't know how producers are going to edit it because the waitress and Melissa were going at each other. So, yeah, I think they did a good job. Yeah. Good job, producers. Now come and talk to us. Uh, I did, actually. I was like, let me, like, Google season threes, the House of New Jersey producers, and let me ask them if they'll come and talk to us. But no luck yet. Is Vanderpump and um, Summer House tomorrow, or just one of them? And then we have to do the. We have to wait. For the next have you day not for... watched Summer House, Chantel? Of course, I've watched it, but I'm saying no, I haven't. The reunion. Oh, it came out today. Yeah, I had a 5 a.m. nail appointment today. So as I was getting my nails done, I was. Literally... Oh my god, no! I yeah, can't watch. I know. I literally watched the. Re... Oh, Chantel, like, what are you doing? You're moving your phone. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, as I was getting my nails done because I could not get in for Memorial Day, she was like, "Um, you texted me way too late." So as I was watching, it was literally like 5.35 a.m. at the nail salon today. And I was um, watching the reunion. I was like livid. I, I, I am shooketh. Me and Chantal like pretty much like typically think alike with this stuff. I am shook that you are Team Danielle. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so tomorrow's Vanderpump Rules. We'll, talk, we'll recap that and we're going to recap. We will recap Summer House Reunion as well. And I am heated about Summer House Reunion. So get ready. 
excited. All right. Well, that's it for today. Um, we're going to, again, post this on YouTube as well. So check it out, check us out on YouTube. Please yeah, leave subscribe. us. Some, yeah. Please leave us some reviews, you guys. Um, and if you guys want to write negative things, don't at all. Okay. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye guys. Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Royal Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.